You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I'm joined today by Maggie Bertram. Welcome Maggie. Hey. Hey, we are so happy to have you back for this session. This is going to be Unit 8, Session 2, God Gave the People the Land. The scripture reference for this session is Joshua chapters 7 through 11. So when we think about the big idea for this session, we can remember that God confused Israel's enemies. He sent hail to fall on them and he stopped the sun and moon to give Joshua and the Israelites time to fight. Only God can do these things. Each of these is a miracle. In this session, we'll see that God fought for Joshua and the Israelites, saving them and giving them victory over their enemies. This reminds us that sinners can look to God for victory over sin and death, and that God brought us salvation by sending His Son, Jesus, to die on the cross and rise again. That is the big idea for this session as we talk about God gave people the land. We'll go ahead and move to our next section of the podcast, and that is the part where we talk about our activities and our resources and provide helpful tips for our teachers as they prepare. I want to start with our babies and toddlers. There is an activity called Galaxy Sensory Bags. This is something teachers want to make sure that you're aware that you'll need to prepare these before the session, and depending on how many babies are in your class or toddlers in your class, more than likely you will want to make more than one for the whole class, so you'll want to make a few for them so more children will be able to participate in the activity. As far as filling up the bags with the hair gel, my recommendation would be to do about half or two-thirds full with hair gel in the bag. That way that will help accomplish the purpose, but then you also don't want to put too much in the bag. You know what happens with that, right, Maggie? That could get really exciting <laughs> right? very fast. Exactly. And so teachers make sure to that, as the instructions say, to secure the openings, make sure it's closed very tightly, and then you have tape over that opening as well. Then there's an activity still in Babies and Toddlers called Color the Sun. And this is an activity I'm going to encourage you to do towards the beginning of the session rather than the end of the session. And the reason is, is you want to make sure that you allow enough time for their art to dry and make sure that it's dry whenever they take home the coffee filters that they'll be using in this activity as well. Then our toddlers and younger preschoolers are going to be using ice and a couple of activities. And so as a reminder, that's something you're going to need to bring from home or make sure that you have access at church and get that before your session. And then you'll need to bring something to keep the ice in and make sure that it stays ice rather than water before you do the activity. So that may be something like an insulated cup or ice chest or cooler, whatever it is to help keep that ice in the ice form. Also, you may want to bring little mittens or pot holders for the boys and girls or towels that in case their hands do get a little cold from the ice, that their hands will stay warm. 
And then with younger preschool, one of the activities they're doing as well is called unpack bags. So that's something that you need to remember when you're preparing for the week, that you may need to bring some small suitcases or other bags that can be used in this activity for them to be able to pack things. Then with older preschool, there is a work puzzles activity. You may wonder, you know, we don't, we don't have any puzzles of Jesus, that we may have some other ones, but where can we find puzzles of Jesus? And so a suggestion may be that you can collect or gather some previously used Bible story pictures from earlier sessions. And so you can cut those to a few pieces and create your own puzzles. And in fact, you could even put clear plastic over them or laminate them and then store them in Ziploc bags and then be able to use those for future sessions as well. Then for preschool worship, there is an activity called Discover a Word. And teachers, as you are preparing those sheets for each child, just a reminder to make sure that when you're using the crayon to write the word that you are pressing hard with the crayon and that will make sure that it works well with the crayon resist activity. And then finally, in our preschool worship, we have an activity called Talk About Prayer. This will be an activity where you'll be able to discuss prayer and talk about how we can pray to God anytime and anywhere. And so as you're discussing and talking about it with boys and girls, this may lead to an opportunity to tell them that God always answers our prayers. Now, he may answer them in a different way than we would want him to answer them, but that we can always trust him to know what's best for us. And so that's a great reminder and something for boys and girls to learn about prayer as well. So Maggie, we had a lot that I wanted to share with our listeners about preschool. Preschool has such fun things going on for this session. It makes me want to teach it. We do. We do. And so do you mind sharing with our listeners about our kids' resources? Absolutely. For older kids, one of the activity choices is called pizza pasta. I wish I could say that with an Italian accent, but I'm not going to try. This is going to include raw spaghetti noodles and marshmallows, and the kids are going to build a tower of pizza. Now, this is tied into the lesson because our missionaries right now are in Italy. And so really tie that back for the kids and help them understand that this is a really fun activity and it's fun to see how tall we can get the tower and and how we can design it. But the purpose of it is to think about our missionaries and to learn more about them. And so really focus on that and focus on the importance of supporting missionaries and their work through prayer and through financial support um, instead of it just being a fun activity. And then for kids worship, we have a group activity called Try, Try Again. And so the kids are going to be throwing a beanbag into a bucket. And if you have a younger group, um, just plan on using a larger bucket with a wider opening to make it a little bit easier for them to toss in and so that they can have some more success with that activity. And then in midweek, one of the love options is called Courage Lists. So the suggestion is that we hang up sheets of paper on the wall and I'm just thinking you may want to have kids use crayons instead of markers so that they don't bleed through and so that you don't end up with permanent courage lists on your classroom walls. There you go. It'd be a reminder for for future weeks about what they learn in this session. 
So that's great. And um, thank you so much, Maggie, for sharing those. So we want to now transition to the part of our episode where we talk about what excites us or stands out to us about this session. And so Maggie, if you'll go ahead and share first. Yeah, so I think kids are often reminded that God is in control, especially in a season of their life where they don't get to control very much. I think that we are are often teaching kids that God is in control, but I love that this story really puts an example to that fact. And in this story, we're told that God is in control of everything and even time itself. You know, the Bible story says the sun stood still and the moon stopped for almost a full day. And so I love that kids are seeing how extreme it is that God is in control and that he can make time stand still. And I think that that's amazing. Right. I agree with you. And, you know, from a preschool perspective, I think some of our preschoolers, maybe this may be the first time they hear this particular story or that they, you know, remember and understand it. And so it's going to be one of those wow moments for them. And I think for the kids to a certain extent too, like Mm -hmm. you said, just the fact that here is an example of something God did. I mean, he made that stand still for, for that long. And so that's also something they see the sun, they see the moon each day. And so that's going to help them understand, you know, this truth better and that God is in control. I'm excited, too, about that. I also think we have a lot of fun activities, but we have a lot of creative activities that maybe haven't been done before in the past this week, and so I'm excited about that as well. And so thank you again, Maggie, for joining us. Thanks for having me. You do a great job, and we look forward to having you for the next few sessions as well. Our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.